And other people, they said, if you come here next time, it will be a fight in the church. Like the church was divided, two groups. Other evil people, they used that opportunity to take other members to go and start their own ministries. I was there, left only with five or six people. Sleeping on the floor, crying about my life, about my reputations, about my ministries. Not easy. Wherever you go, people are pointing fingers at you. It's like when you are moving around, maybe you need just to have like a heart just to cover yourself. But when people, they discover you, they will start just screaming at you, you know, Africa. Calling you names. Even other pastor friends, they left me. I was doing a business. No one wanted to do again business with me. Other pastor, they said, you have destroyed our reputation. You destroy also your own ministries. I told just to the people that were with me. I explained to them. I, I even didn't explain the situation. The lady, the lady, the lady explained, and the lady started saying, Pastor, I think, let me just go back to the streets. Let me just go back to the streets. I feel bad that the church has been destroyed because of me. I said no. Situation happened. You are not the first one to face it. But you will overcome. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. After three months, it has been just a challenging time for me. My blood pressure went up. There is no way that you can do. Whatever. You go to the store, people are screaming at you. Others, they try even to make some posters with my face. They put me on Facebook. They did some video. They put me on YouTube. They were talking about me. I was there just crying. You go somewhere, they say, oh, are you the pastor who did that? Then, hallelujah. I pray that people will never change your identity. Hallelujah. After three months, my cousin came. After two weeks, my wife also came. Now, we found... Before my cousin, I think my wife was the first one to come. Now, my wife started now going out with that sister. People, they started now telling my wife, oh, you don't know. My wife said, I don't know what. I know everything. But who's this? That's just the wife of my husband's cousin. Oh, two weeks after that, my cousin came. We started now going to the church. He went to the church just to testify that 
the way his wife came, the what I did, and the way the church was also supportive. People cried. When that happened, they started just coming back by themselves. Others losing their jobs, they started just coming back. Say, Pastor, sorry. We don't know what happened. Hallelujah. When the world around you is falling apart, be like David. He decided to keep God wherever he was going. He said, no matter what happened to my life, I will not leave you. When you keep God in your life, he will keep you alive. Hallelujah. No matter what you are facing, no matter what you're going through, don't let the enemy destroy you. They will always try to destroy you, but don't let them destroy you. Remain connected to God. Continue to pray. Hallelujah. As the Bible says that when the enemy comes like a flood, the Spirit of God will lift, will lift up a standard for your life. As long as you are connected to God, victory will be your portion. Restoration will be your portion. People will change the language. Hallelujah. Everything will flip. You see, the shame that was on your side, it will flip and go to the other side. And I'm telling you, it will be a double shame on the account. Hallelujah. Though I went through that, I didn't close the church. But when the Lord restored me, their churches were closed. That's the difference. In your trouble, keep God. Hallelujah. Hey, when the world around you is falling apart, keep God in your life. Keep God in your life. Like my sister said, you might be happy about what the Lord is doing into my life, but if I borrow you my life, I don't know if you'll be able to smile. Hallelujah. Honor your man of God. It's very, very important. Just what I said, if I postal heard me, you will understand what I mean by that. It's not easy. It's not easy. Now, looking into the life of David, what can we learn? We want a miracle. The word of God is the one that will set your life free. Praise the Lord. Number one. 
in life, you must be more afraid of your own mistake than your enemy's plan. Because as we just read in the second book of Samuel, chapter 11, from verse 2 through 5, what happened to David, it wasn't the plan of the enemies. Because anything that they are plotting against you, it will not prosper. Why? Because God is with you. And the Bible says that greater is he that liveth in me than he that liveth in this world. Meaning that within you, as long as you have God, there is a seed of greatness. You are carrying a name which is above any other names. Any situations that comes in your way, it will not stand. Because before the name of Jesus, the Bible says that every knee shall bow. Every situation shall bow. Every name shall bow. Meaning that the situation that is coming, that situation got a name. And that name will bow. When it comes to you, it will face Jesus within you. It will bow. Meaning that don't be afraid about what they are planning, what they are plotting against your life. Don't be afraid. God will protect you. But be afraid about your own mistakes. Because you will pay for it. Hallelujah. 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 A curse without cause is what? And if it's with cause, it will have effect. Hallelujah. What happened to David because he committed a sin? Watch your life every day. Watch your life every day. What will destroy you is not what people are plotting, but you will be your own auto-destroyer. You will auto-destroy your own life because of your sins, because of your own mistakes. So be careful. Um, hallelujah. Look. What the Bible says about the roaring lion, the enemy, is it coming straight into your life? The enemy. Is it coming straight into your life? He's doing what? He's just moving around, looking for what? He wants you to open up a door. So once you sin, you open up a door. Then he has access into your life. He can destroy you. But as long as your doors are open, they will be just moving around you, 
no one will have access into your life. The only time that they have access to enter and destroy you is if you open up a door by committing a sin. Watch your life. You want to be blessed? Don't commit a sin. Keep all your doors closed. No matter the fight, no matter the battle that you are facing, make sure that your doors are closed. They are closed. God will give you a victory. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. The Bible says, So if you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. Don't be wise at your own eyes. Sometimes when there is situation, people, they think like they know. They know more. They know better than. Be careful. Be careful. David said, though I'm a man of war, but for this, no, let's go. Let's go. It's happening because the Lord allowed that situation to happen. Let's go. If we try to fight, we won't be able to win. Let's go. Let's go. But as we are going, I'm not going alone. In my mistake, Father, I need a restoration from you. You will say, give me time. Hallelujah. You will arrange things until the appointed time. The Lord will restore you. Hallelujah. Second principle in life that we need to understand is collect all the leftover and build up a new life. As we saw on Second Samuel chapter 15, verse 14, 17, 18, and 28, even the people of Jerusalem, even David's own, his own counselor, they turned against him. A huge conspiracy. But in the midst of that, he had also few people that believed on him. And he just took the leftover. He said, let's go. We'll restart again. Let's go. We'll restart again. Let's go. We'll bounce again. Hallelujah. Stop crying. Stop crying. For what? Because people, they don't like you. People are criticizing you. That's why you are crying. Stop that. They kick you out of the job. Stop crying. They are not giving you like opportunities. Don't cry. What do you have? What do you 
have. You bounce back again with what you have. David said, even though I don't have millions, even though I don't have gold, even though I don't have silver, but the smaller blessing that I have, I'll bounce back again. Even people, they leave you. Don't worry. Remain, remain faithful to God. And you will bounce back again. Hallelujah. 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 The enemies of your life, they will be in shame. And one day you will say thank you to them. There is a day I was praying. I received my pay. And I went just to visit a family who have kicked me out of their house. So I went there. When the wife saw me, it was like she wanted just to run. So I called her. She kept just moving, walking faster, like going into the house. I ran. And I say, I hold her just on the hand. My sister, how are you? Eh, I'm fine. Hey, what a surprise. I said, it's not a surprise. I just came to see you. So I went into the house. They said, no, even now we need just to go out. Going out, why? No, the landlord is coming. So don't worry. Let's wait for the landlord. So when the landlord came and he said it was about the rent. I said, how much? He told me the amount. Took the money and gave to the landlord. Now, when the landlord left, they started saying to me, oh, thank you. May the Lord richly bless you. I said, no, I came to thank you because everything that you did into my life, you helped me to be who I am today. Amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes people are working for you. Let them be full-time people working for you because when you have those challenges, you say, the best way I can face those challenges is to work hard into my life so that the results that I have will speak. Hallelujah. Now, today... If we meet on the street, likely they will be ashamed and ready to run away from me. But me, I can't run from them. You see now the difference of the leftover. Take what you have. Keep God. You will bounce back again. Hallelujah. You know, though David went into those situations but it remained positive being positive in a negative situation is a sign of leadership strength and greatness in a very negative situations but you keep up your mind in the positivity positivities it is a sign of strength. 
it is sign of power. It is sign of a leadership. A leader. You see like all the leaders that we used to see. Even though there are things that hurt him. But once it's like before the TV. He will act just like nothing happened. Hallelujah. You have to be strong. The life of the couple. Something happened between you. When a third person just entered the house, a big smile is just in your face. Hallelujah. Keep up your positivity in a very negative situation. It's a very good sign for you. Hallelujah. The second book of Timothy, chapter 4, verse 16. The Bible says, at my first defense, no one came to my support, but everyone deserted me. He said, may it not be held against them. Don't, don't say, God, kill them. No. Forgive. If it's happening, because God allowed that to happen. It's just very simple. Very simple. If God said, no one will touch you, no one will touch you. But if they are touching you today, be careful. Be careful. Hallelujah. Third principle. Remain connected to the source of your strength. Who is God? The biggest mistake that we make in life is when we rebel ourselves against God. Oh, Father, you have promised me this. It has been so long. Nothing is happening. As of today, I stop going to the church. So, when your pastor comes to see you, He called you. Hello, yes. Where are you? My sister, my brother. Oh, Pastor, I'm, I'm, I'm far. I'm at work. While you are sitting in your kitchen, pumping fufu. <laughs> Hallelujah. Say to your neighbor, remain connected. Don't disconnect yourself. Remain connected. No matter what happened to you. Don't get hungry against God. Say, Lord, you promised me this last year. Now we are entering this year. It's almost December. I'm not seeing the marriage that you have promised me. 
December is the last month that I'm giving you. If the husband is not coming to me, as of January 1st, you won't see me again in your church, Father. Really. L let me tell you, whether you cry, whether you like it, whether sorrow, no matter what type of situation, God will remain God. You will not change. And you will never change. Look, the people of Israel, while they were just in Egypt, is not the cries that made God saying that, let me just intervene now and release them. No. No. It's not the torture that they were receiving that the Lord said, oh, because they are suffering, they're suffering so much. They've been there like for a week. They can't stand for another week. Let me just set them free. No. You will act at the appointed time. Your job is to keep praying. Hallelujah. When I came to this country, the Lord said to me that I will study. You will make it possible. I didn't know how. Because most of the times, most of the scholarships that I used to apply, if I apply for scholarships for other people, they get it. But myself, even if I fast, I do everything that I have to do. I pray. I send fire. I break. But at the end, when I apply for the scholarship, deny. You go to other places, they look at you, they say, mm, you, you smell money. But at that time, I didn't have anything. Sometimes you go to look for a job. They just look at you. They say, mm, you, you look overqualified. I say, I just need that small salary. They said, no. My God. But sometimes when I look the other side, the Lord said, I'll make it possible. And I say, okay, let me now just go and register myself for the class. So I went and did that by faith. Now I'm just wondering, where am I going to get the money to pay for the tuition? Look, if God promised something into your life, he will make a way. Hallelujah. He will make a way. And when I was admitted to my first university, God opened up a door. I got a job. I think I've testified about that company. I went as a temp. Then it was converted in a few weeks. I became a full-time employee. On top of that, the company decided now to start paying for my tuition, giving me 10000 every month. But that was also too small because... I look and I said, I have to pay about 80000 What am I going to do? After a year and a half, the company decided to move 
the entire finance operation out of Massachusetts. Now, my boss, I bless God for the life of that woman. She said to me, all your classes, submit them, I will approve them. So I took all my master's classes, put them in the spreadsheet, the time that I have to take them, submit, she approves. When the company was now moving, going to the other side, they said, we need to honor all the engagement, everything that we have agreed on. So that's how the company paid me at that time about 70000 And I said, I look at the money, look at the tuition. I look the money, I look my other problems. I look the money, look some nice cars, look the money, I check some nice shoes. And I said, no, the enemy, you are not going to move me. Let me just take everything there. I decided just to pay everything for my school, and I completed my degree debt-free. It's possible. Hallelujah. I'm just giving you life example because you can check, you can verify. When... We preach, we have experienced the hand of God into our life. Everything that we are sharing with you, if you take it, put that in practice, your life will never be the same. Your life will change. Today, if somebody bless me, it's not because I don't have money to do this or to buy that. Because they honor God, they want to honor me. That's why they will bless me. Last time I told you I have a car, a finance car, but I don't pay. It's not because I'm not able to pay the finance of my own car, but somebody is paying that because he wants to be blessed as well. You have to remember that. It's very, very important. Now that I'm doing also my PhD, before they gave me a fellowship at the university, but they asked me to start teaching. I tried for one semester. What happened? After three months, they were giving, no, every month they were giving me like 2,000. And I said, 2,000? What am I going to do with this? I won't even, I won't be able to pay like for my rent, electricity, other bills, really. How am I going to survive with the family? And I decided when I prayed, the Lord said stop. I decided to stop. Now, I was looking for money. They say, if you don't teach, you need to pay for your own tuition. Okay. While I was praying, God opened up a door. And any time that I face 
financial problems, you see that the Lord will open up a door. Either it's another opportunity or a door of a promotion. I can't tell you my salary. Because Jacob will be after me. <laughs> but you can just take yours times five. Whatever it is, at least times five. And for us, it just opened. You can go to the internet. If you put my title, you can see the range. Hallelujah. So what I'm trying to say, remain connected to God. No matter how. No matter what, no matter the time, no matter the circumstances, remain connected to God. When a door is closed, the Lord will open up another door for you. Never get discouraged. Never take your man of God for granted. No matter how your father looks like, he is and still your father. No matter how your mother looks like, she is and will still your mother. Let other people disrespect, but not you, because the curse will be upon your life. Even if your father is a foolish man, if other people are insulting your father because he's a foolish man, you can't do the same. Come on, sense. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In church, we are a family. Not only this church, but I'm talking about the body of Christ. Hallelujah. I'm talking about the body of Christ your brothers and sisters, you have to love them. Don't destroy them. Don't be a destroyer of the kingdom of God. Don't be a destroyer. Be a builder. You know that people go through so much. Be a vessel of a blessing. Be a vessel of peace. Be a vessel of support. Don't be a vessel of war. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you are going through the valley of the shadow of death, even when life becomes so tough, remain connected to God. Remain connected to God. Your life will be restored. Hallelujah. No matter the time that you are facing, God will restore your life. If you keep God in your life, he will keep you alive. 
Even when people, they try to destroy you, the Lord will protect you. Hallelujah. He will protect you. He will protect you. Say to yourself, the Lord will protect me. The Lord will protect me. Lastly, second book of Samuel, chapter 16, from verse 10 to 14. Know that your life battle should be selective. Do not fight anyhow your battle. Don't get involved anyhow. You have to learn how to keep your munitions. All battles are not worthy to fight. Don't get involved. Don't be like, oh, me. I'm just like, you touch me just like. <laughs> you wake me up. You will get it. No. Don't fight any battle. You know, sometimes somebody maybe will be just in front of you. Maybe like a small girl, a small boy insulting you. Or maybe a foolish man comes to you and say, you, you think like you are a strong man, you are a strong woman. Wait. I'm saying the foolish man take off everything. And say, you too, if you think like you are a man or you are a woman, take off your clothes. Let's fight. Will you do that? But why do you want to get involved to any battle? Sometimes you look at things, you say, oh, I can't fight with the foolish people. Hallelujah. Identify your enemies. Identify the battle. Don't waste your time. If they have time to gossip about you because they have nothing else to do into their life. If they had things to do, they will not spend time gossiping and talking about you. No. Now, somebody who have nothing to do in his life so why do you want me to spend time and fight with that person? I can't. Hallelujah. I don't have time. Let God take control. Let God fight for me. You think like you convince them you are making a mistake. Hallelujah. You are making a mistake. Now, to end my teaching today, I wanted just to teach today. To end my teaching today, I'll conclude by saying this. Nothing on earth belongs to you forever. Nothing remains forever. Nothing belongs to you forever. You may touch $100 bill today, Tomorrow, you are going just to spend it. 
it won't be again into your hand. You might have a very nice phone today, but after two, three years, it will be another story. You might have a nice car today, but another, after a few days, few years, sorry, it will be another story. Hallelujah. Nothing on earth, nothing belong to you forever. Even yourself, your time, you are living for a time. You are here for a time. You are enjoying life for a time. You are gossiping for a time. You are destroying people's life for a time. Everything that you do is for a time. The children that you have is for a time. One day they will get older. You are not going to kick them out of your house. They will get out by themselves, saying that now I can't continue living with you. I have to go. And there is nothing that we can do about it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Nothing remains forever. Secondly, understand that storms always end up by passing. The second book of Samuel, chapter 19, from verse 14, we saw that everything that came, the storm that came, King David left his kingdom, he left Jerusalem, he ran. He went just to hide. He went to the place of refuge. But he said, I will not go alone. I have to carry God with me because God will carry me alive. He went there. But storm will not remain forever. It will pass. Absalom came with that wind. But there is a time. Everything Past. Absalom was dead. People, they started now rethinking. And they said, no, the king needs to come back. The time of your restoration is now. The time of your restoration is today. I prophesy over the life of somebody about everything that you have lost into your life. Your time is now and your time is today. May the Lord restore your life. May the Lord restore your relationship. May the Lord restore your prosperity. May God restore you, the opportunities over your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Your trouble will pass. Your sickness will pass. The challenges that you are facing today will pass. The needs that you have today will pass. It will pass. Everything that you are listening, people are talking about you. It will pass. God will restore you. God will restore your life. He will restore your health. You restore everything that belongs to you. In life, we always have needs. 
take all your needs. Put them into the hand of God. Take the problem that you cannot control. Put them into the hand of God. Be selective in your battle. Hallelujah. I will end my message by giving you another testimony. We went to Africa. It was a village that went to evangelize and minister their deliverance and other things. They already told us, be careful where you are going. So when we went there, I was standing with my pastor friend. We were like 20 meters away with like two old men. They were just talking there. And I was just telling my pastor friend. And I said, you know the dream that I told you? The people that I saw in dream, in my dream, they looks like those two people there. And while I was just talking to my pastor friend, they started now coming. So, I told my friend, I said, let's go. He said to me, I'm not going. I will stand here. I said, man of God, I'm the one who told you the story. These people are coming this way. I advise you, let's go. He said, no. Those people, they need just to run away from me. Let me just tell you something else. Before I end up, I was watching YouTube. I saw a, a chicken attacking a dog. The dog started just running until the dog entered into his own cage. Now, you shall see now the power of the dog in his own cage. When that chicken tried just to enter there and attack the door, I'm telling you, it was catastrophic. Hallelujah. Most of the times, don't, 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 don't fight your enemy in his own territory. Be careful. Make sure before going in there, you have destroyed like all the defensive and offensive instruments or guns. Then you know nothing will happen to you. But other than that, be careful. I told the man of God, he said, I'm not moving. I said, ah, prophet, <laughs> I'm going to pray. I left. When they were just coming, they touched him just on his shoulder. They said, what were you talking about? Your friend, the one who left, he was talking about us. And today I'm telling you, that man of God is no longer with us. Be wise. 
Hallelujah. Not every battle is a battle to fight. And that night, you know what happened? Any time that I was about to go on my bed to sleep, the bed started just moving like this, left, right. Quickie, quickie, quick. Oh, is somebody just shaking the bed or what is going on? I woke up, pray, fire, 30 minutes. I said, okay, now I can feel the anointing. I went back to the bed. The bed was just moving. Even people were just, were just like sleeping. It was, it was just like a tent. People, they said, hmm, something is going wrong. It's going on with your bed. We tried to change the bed. There, there is another pastor. I said, let me just sleep with you. But he kicked me out because the minute that I laid down on his bed, started just moving again. He said, no, man of God. <laughs> maybe you'll be just like Jonah today because if nothing is being corrected, maybe we need just to take you out. Otherwise, all of us will be in trouble. When I prayed again, seeking for a revelation, the Lord said to me, don't mind about that. Sleep. I went back to the bed while they were just moving, shaking my bed. And I said, do it harder because the way you are doing that is giving me. Uh, it, it, the, the, the way you are doing that, I'm feeling good. So the more you do it, the more I feel good. And they shake again the bed hard. I said, do it again. Then I slept. You know, I think the enemy, when he try, he try, he say, hmm, we're trying this just to disturb his sleep. But look at, now he's sleeping. Don't fight any battle. Hallelujah. Don't fight any battle. Be selective when the world around you is falling apart remain connected to God may the Lord richly bless you let's just stand up please quickly let's lift up our hands Thank God for this message. Thank God for your life. Thank God for the restoration of your life. Thank God for the victory that has been given to you. Pray in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, all thanks to you, God. For the blessings that you have shown us. Your glory is great. Your blessings and mercies are endless. I decree and declare over your people. Father, may your favor flows. 
in every domain of their life, in everything that they do, may they found favor in the mighty name of Jesus. I decree that the right hand of God be upon you. In the name of Jesus. May the hand of God gives you victory in every battle. Gives you success. Bring restoration over your life. In the name of Jesus. May the hand of God Lift up your life above any human capacity in the name of Jesus. I pray that the hand of God brings healing and deliverance in your life in the name of Jesus. May the favor of God rest upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. Wherever you go, May you conquer. In any battle that you find yourself, I pray that your name will be victory. Your name will be success. In the mighty name of Jesus, I decree that divine intervention be your portion tonight. As you'll be leaving this place, I pray that a divine intervention go with you. Go with you in your battle, in your trouble. May God intervene in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, as it, it has been written in your words, that you will go before us and make all our ways crooked places straight. I decree and declare that every crooked places be made straight into your life. Let all valleys of your life be exalted in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I pray may the glory of God shall arise into your life. Wherever you go, Wherever you, wherever you find yourself, no matter the situations, no matter the time, no matter the circumstances, may the favor of God be with you. As you will be going out, may you start experiencing the hand of God. Let the miracle be possible into your life. Today and forever, I bless you above all. I bless your hands. I bless your foot. I bless your eyes. I bless your body. I bless your soul, your spirit. I bless anything that is connected with you. In the mighty name of Jesus, I release an anointing. I release the power of miracle. I release that grace of testimony upon your life. Whatever you go, whatever you do, may you excel in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. May the presence of God go with you. 
In any battle, may the Lord be with you. No evil, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. In the mighty name of Jesus, I decree and declare that the name of Jesus remain and be a strong tower in your life. Any other name that is trying to raise and to fight you, let all those names bow today and forever. You are blessed in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Another big hand clap to the Lord God Almighty for the message. Hallelujah. Another hand clap for the messenger. Amen. We bless you, man of God. Thank you so much for listening to the voice of God and delivering what the Lord has told you to deliver. And I hope and pray that each of us is going home with something. Amen. If you missed the first session with um, Minister Mrs. Cheshomi, try to check YouTube. Amen. It was powerful, and I hope we got something from the second one. Amen. We'll remain standing, say the words of the grace, so if we get up, and may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us so now and forevermore. Amen. And surely God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Generation, you're calling out, living everything that we sing about. A revelation right here and now, a look beyond a shadow of a doubt. Love is great.
broken meat Yet love is way too much To give us lesser things Cause what if your blessings come through raindrops What if your healing comes through tears What if a thousand sleepless nights Are what it takes to know you're near What if trials of this life Are your mercies in disguise Pray for wisdom, your voice to hear And we cry in anger when we cannot feel you near We doubt your goodness, we doubt your love As if every promise from your word is not
goes down far away I sing to you and my heart cries holy Hallelujah, Father, you're near Understand it is my song and I sing my heart.
Be still, there is a healer His love is deeper than the sea His mercy is unfailing His arms a fortress for the weak Let faith arise Let faith arise I lift my hands to believe again You are my refuge You are my strength As I pour out my heart These things I remember
Sometimes I think What will people say of me When I'm only just a memory When I'm home where my soul belongs Was I loved When no one else would show up Was I Jesus to the least of us Was my worship more than just a song
Your. 
worship your holy name. Lord, I worship your holy You are more than flesh 
shambled Can't you see you're something beautiful Yeah, you gotta believe You gotta believe He wants you to see He wants you to see That you're not just someone drinks
destined to die, pulled out for all mankind. God's only son, perfect in spotless one. Suffered as if he did And all authority Every victory Is yours Savior Worthy of honor and glory Worthy of all our prayers
we're standing judgment for every single word that we have spoken. One of these days we all will stand before the Lord and give a reason for everything. Oh!
always goes to those who don't deserve It's the opposite of how you feel When the pain they cause is just too real Taste everything you have to say the word Forgiveness Give me. 